0: Welcome to episode 136 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. I'm Ty, and you can find me scouring Twitter for only the finest rankings of inconsequential minutiae at S-E-A-T-J-K, and with me, as always, is Chris. Where can we find you ranking your favorite sandwich breads, Chris?
1: You can find me at cd Villasenor on the Twitter, and for me, it's just Wheat just
0: just regular wheat?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I have very simple I have very simple taste in bread. I don't I don't get all bent out of shape about it. No? No, you How do you no. feel about bread with seeds on it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm plus minus on the seeds. Sometimes sometimes I used to like that bread bread with the oats kind of on it. Okay. But like seeds like poppy seeds or any of those the small seeds that get like jammed in your gum and like give you like inflammation It's yes. not they're no good for me. Yeah, I had an
0: everything bagel this morning. And it's like there's a whole I had to get myself a whole dental procedure after I ate that.
1: <laughs> I have to go in for a full scaling after those after a after a bagel like that.
0: Indeed. I only asked you about sandwich bread. That was the most inconsequential thought I came up with in like in that moment when I was thinking about what I was going to ask you there.
1: Yeah, I just like the big wide square bread. Like if you fold over the, you know, the piece of like shaved the ham you get from the like ham off the bone, you know, yeah. you get that if you fold it in half, that's how big I need the bread to be. Okay, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anything you, bigger uh, or
1: smaller than that's effed up.
0: And do you? how do you cut your sandwich? You are, you are a perpendicular
1: guy? You angle? I, no, I am no cut. Don't, don't cut my sandwich. I want to enjoy it two-handed. Let's say you had to cut it. <laughs> uh, vertical. Vertical? Yeah, halves.
0: Okay. I've gotten in the habit of cutting it in angles. Um, I generally don't cut my sandwiches either, but i like cut my own sandwiches the other day when i brought lunch while we were out on the golf course because uh-huh. i like to be able to eat it in halves right that way yeah. i kind of eat it all day and i didn't really mean to cut it in angles for myself but i've gotten in such the habit of making sandwiches for the kids and i always cut theirs at angles so they can get the, the small end in their tiny mouth
1: fair when you're a little kid yeah but you know how now when i was a kid our bread was much more processed so it was very square mm-hmm. and if you cut it corner to corner it was symmetrical but now bread has like waves in the top because it's all quoted like natural loaf or whatever i don't know what they're doing <laughs> but when you cut it corner to corner like one side's nice and angled and then the other side's got the big waves in it that's the good side that's the well, that's the good side yeah the square side is the that's the the side that it's got like that you can tell
0: it's got the <laughs> it doesn't look nice it's not soft it's it's that's the utilitarian side the other side is the <laughs> The fancy one. <laughs> Where the action is? Yeah. It's the good one. you got to no. eat the shitty one first. Well, that was already two more minutes on bread than I was planning on. <laughs> well, you brought it up. Hey, you brought it up. I did. Well, before I run down the show, I just want to take a moment to mention that we've got a new merchandise store, uh, which you can find at Tee Public, or you can simply go to uh, bit.ly slash two on three store to get your hands on our branded sundries.
1: Did you take a look at any of the merchandise? I did. I, I, have, a, I have my eye on uh, a few pieces. Nice. So I can rep it.
0: Yeah, I got to find a second. I was, I was uh, mentioning this, that I need to find a second place where we can get like hats and golf shirts. I feel like it's, just, it's critical for our brand.
1: <laughs> it would be very on brand for us, for sure. Exactly, exactly.
0: Well, for our episode this week, we've built up a bit of the backlog of the trivial. So come along with us for a lighthearted uh, clearinghouse of sorts. In segment one, we've got more of the world's best half-baked ideas. Uh, our listeners will know how much I like a good life hack, and I'm always uh, excited to share them with you. In segment two, we're going to pursue our erotic weight gain careers with a collection of the most perfect bites of food. And finally, we'll share a theory from one of my favorite TV writers, Brian Grubb. Follow him on Twitter at Brian C. Grubb. He's a cool dude. Uh, Which is that every actor and actress is either a Batman or a Joker. That'll make more sense once once we get into it. Beyond the Buzzer, we'll pause for a Tajawa before heading to the OT for a discussion on numbers. Interact with the show on Twitter at 2on3pod or hit us up via email at... on 2 on you know how much we love to hear from you. I just said on two on I meant at. But you know how email works, and nobody uses it anyway, so I think we're gonna be fine. <laughs> uh, but before we get to that, Chris, I have to ask you, when's the last time you were attacked by bees?
1: <laughs> I was near a bee attack just yesterday. Oh yeah? How did that go? <laughs> what did you see as the from the from the bystander point of view? I just saw somebody like maybe 50 yards away from me. Like doing a crazy dance. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't great. Let me tell you what. So, so um, I think we. I think the listeners all understand now that it was you who was attacked by bees. But did you end up? Did you end up with like some welts and some stings? I got three solid
0: stings. Um, I, as we sit here, I can still feel the one in my back. Um,
1: There's was right in the middle of your back, like right where you can't reach it. Like it felt it, like when you, were, when you were sort of dealing with it, I was like, oh, that's right in the middle where it sucks.
0: It is right below my left shoulder blade.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. So I can just touch it. But the thing in the, at the time was that I couldn't be certain that the stinger was out. Like the one in my leg, like I had to yank the stinger out of my leg. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a bad scene. So that to was. bring everybody up to speed, do you want to lay the preamble, and then I can, I can get sure. to the, the
1: specifics? Sure. So yesterday, our friend Matt from The Reasons Are, the at Reasons Are. Now, uh, the
0: A uh, Certain Point of Skew, Star Wars pod.
1: There we go. And, uh, and also a co-host on uh, our liner notes. Yes. At O Liner Notes. Um, so the, uh, he came up and played some golf. So we, this is the first time we've gotten a chance to play golf together in a good long while.
0: The first time the three of us have been together in person, period, in six years.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it was fun to. Uh, it was fun to. He came up. Uh, we we met in the uh, Dupont Olympia Tacoma area and decided to just play some golf. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun, and it was uh, played thirty six holes. It was a long day. It was <laughs> like, like I was feeling it toward the by the time I got home. But 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 in amongst the uh, in amongst the play happened to hit a ball into near a wooded area to which he went to pursue his golf ball and the next thing you know he's doing the dance the b dance
0: so i i want to be clear too it's the second to last hole on the second round so the there's there are pluses and minuses to that one i wish i just made it through the whole round without this happening sure almost there right uh but two at least it wasn't like early in the day and i wasn't dealing with you know the feeling of the stings. I mentioned to the guys on the 18th hole after I'd hit my second shot, I was like, I can feel the venom coursing through my veins. It's making me stronger. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. Like, I haven't been stung by a bee in years. Um, I must have stirred up there nest looking for my ball, didn't see it, and then kind of returned to that same area thinking this is where my ball is. Uh, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, there's a lot of bees here. I need to get out of here. And I turn around, and as I turn around to retreat, I get stung on the leg immediately. And I'm like, fuck.
1: The first, and- <laughs> the first, the first line of bee defense hits yes. you.
0: And so then I'm like, I gotta go faster, and then I get stung again right in the back, and I'm like, oh man, this is like a full on like we got a problem here. <laughs>
1: like I'm so I'm so thankful that you're not sensitive to right. bee stings because, Lord no, like you're out in the I mean we were you're still kind of out on a golf course. Like yeah. If, if you're not prepared to deal with a bee sting, like next thing you know your tongue is the size of a loaf of Wonder Bread, and we're and we're dealing with stuff. But I'm yeah I was thankful that you're not sensitive to bee stings like so many other people are well
0: even the worst part uh, or the worst part of it was that I in my spasm we will call it because um, you know what are you going to do like all you can do is run and then also like flail your arms <laughs> right because like, I'm trying to make sure they're not on me or near me or if they are I can hit them right um, and I'm right. running and uh, of course I'm wearing like this obscene like Hawaiian flower golf shirt <laughs> It's very Magnum P.I. Um, yes. So we we're blaming the shirt for sure, Uh, but then I realized that I had knocked my sunglasses off of my hat where they had been resting, and I had to go back, even after I had escaped, to recover them and <laughs> the sunglasses. And they, when I got it back over there, they're coming right back at me. But I, I took off.
1: Oh God, yeah. that was that was a that was a that was a drama we you didn't need. No, for and sure. then we were playing for a little bit of money, and I didn't know what
0: your situation was, and uh, my ball wasn't really lost, so I was like, well i need to hit from near here and then finally i was like fuck this and i just like drove 20 yards away and i was like i'm hitting from here <laughs> right like i don't
1: care no exactly it's a, yeah it's a friendly game and there are bees yeah. involved it's like you don't want to deal
0: no it was it was i, I figured it at that point it, i was yeah I, I was gonna have to take a drop and whatever but it, uh
1: it would be better if you were the honey badger and did yeah. not care
0: <laughs> but thanks to matt for coming up and seeing us it was a blast to hang out with him it's been a while and uh uh, even though I had a bad drive on the last long par five, I did. I tell you the bee power. I had to put two back to back, two back to back monster three woods to get home on the par five, or the par five and, and save my par. Yes.
1: The, yeah. the joke, the joke with the, with the, uh, the shirt was most of the time, those bees have to fly miles and miles to get to the flowers. In this case, the flowers were actually walking toward them. They were probably thinking, this is the best thing. This is the best day of our lives, guys. Look at this. <laughs> this flowery bush is walking right toward
0: our hive. I don't know. They sting flowers. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Well, anything else on that before we get started here? Not really. All right, let's do the show. All right, in segment one, I've got a list of life hacks for you. I'm not sure how far we'll get, but uh, I guess we'll just start working our way through it. Again, I'm here to share the wisdom with the masses, and, and really I want, your obviously, your reaction to these and whether or not you think they're viable. Some of them are ideas. Others are actual products that, uh, I don't want to say I discovered, but have been discovered by the internet and shared across the, the digital realm. Um, so number one, and this is one of my favorites. So if you break up or move out of a roommate, or you know break up with somebody, or whatever, your living situation changes in a, in a situation where you've got a shared Netflix account, and you want to stay on that profile because it's not yours. Go ahead and create a profile that's named "Add User" and make sure it has the default uh, uh, icon for the you know just for the profile picture, and so it just it'll be black and gray, and it says "Add User" over on the right side, and the person who owns it will never click on it.
1: <laughs> isn't there already an ad user new user is it new uh, user or ad ad user if you if you're adding, it's a this is there's a, a setting idea. there's a settings
0: and you've got to go to settings to actually get to ad user <laughs> but if you're like just a you know i mean i'm familiar with the menu i'm not sure how many people are paying attention right they set their account up and they just don't pay attention anymore so right just tell your tell your you know your ex or your roommate that you're i'm gonna go ahead and delete myself off your netflix so you don't have to worry about it and just Change your settings to add user.
1: Come on. Just get on your 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 mom's <laughs> Netflix account like most regular people. Look, I, have, I, I, I don't condone the stealing of Netflix. Because yeah. it's
0: really it's the same as the guy who's bumming a ride and you're like, can you kick in for gas? And he's like, well, you were going anyway.
1: Right. You were headed over there. <laughs> the um I, I have this i have this theory that i'm going to be like my, my children are going to be on my netflix account until i die at the ripe old age of 103 i'll be like listen change the netflix account is going away now that i'm dying at 103 you could you know i don't know just just fyi kids uh, at some point, there won't be Netflix.
0: It'll just it'll be like wired by the time your kids are old enough for you to die, the TV will just wire directly to the back of your eyes. <laughs> there's not gonna be a there's and, no middleman, and
1: I'll be paying for that service for my children, uh, okay, all through the, all their lives. I don't want them accessing my profile.
0: <laughs> I told you a while back I had to get them their own Spotify profiles so they're fucking up my algorithms. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not playing. I'm not playing all this music for you. Stop I'm playing not. BTS. You keep suggesting it for me. I'm not enjoying it.
1: My Apple, my Apple, uh, my Apple Music account has never recovered from the fact that my daughter used it for years.
0: Yeah, no, I never yeah. will. You got to start it. Just get a new email address and start <laughs> over. <laughs> Just a new one. Start fresh. Feels like I need to. All right, next. Uh, and this one, I don't think we're gonna have an opinion on, but it, uh, the art was so funny. The picture, and, and I'll have to grab it because I, I didn't in our um, capture of the these these items but uh where so if ladies apparently if you have already done your eye makeup and it looks really good but you decide before you go out well shit i need to wash my hair go ahead and get a mask a swimming mask and shower with a mask on your face and then you just got to wait for the mask lines to be gone (laughs) after you get out of the
1: shower (laughs) the uh, for the women that i've known in my life this is never this has never been an issue like I've nev- it. No, it's never come up either. I just thought it was no. so insane. This <laughs> is very insane. But the uh, it's usually it's usually the women getting like making they have good hair, yeah. and then they they need to take a shower, so they're going to the hair. They go to the, the 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 green bean lady look, right? The the hair, yeah, plastic hair dealio. But I could see in this age of
0: COVID and the Zoom calls how you might have done up your your makeup and then maybe just kind of half ass the hairdo, and then you're like, Oh, I, I I'm actually gonna leave. <laughs> I guess you're not going out on a date, so I don't know oh, who you're no. gonna impress with your ear make your, your eye makeup. Right. But let us know <laughs> our, our lady <laughs> listeners, is this a thing you've ever heard of? No. Have you ever done it? I, I would don't. you do it? Is there a scenario with this would ever occur where you would your eye makeup would be done and you've got to start from ground zero on your, your hair. I'm gonna bet no. <laughs> Alright. Are you saying the internet lies? <laughs> I'm just saying this is a edge case. Okay. That's best. All right. Number three, The uh, you, for those folks may be aware that you know the, the most recent Mac Pro um, does not come with a stand. You have to buy the stand separately, and it is a $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> this gentleman at a coffee shop, and I'll, I'll share this photo, uh, he figured out that you can just grab a plastic hanger, tilt it upside down with the top hook underneath where the monitor mount would be, and it looks like it does just a fine job holding up the monitor, no problem. I think if you had two and you zip tied the top, you'd really have something.
1: <laughs> this is this is the this is the person who buys a Lamborghini and then puts like four hundred dollar like budget tires on it. This is, this is no good. Like I, you've I already don't know. spent. Wait, listen. You've already spent how much money on the on the Mac Pro? Oh, off the top of my head, I don't know. Like I keep talking. Thousands of dollars. You've <laughs> yeah. already spent thousands of dollars. I mean, I understand you might not want to kick for the thousand-dollar stand, but there's got to be a third-party option that isn't a coat hanger from your closet. Like you're some sort of hobo with a Mac Pro. I mean, this it's, is <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is, yeah, this is. <laughs> I, I do not approve. It looks like it's five thousand dollars for the Mac Pro. Right. And now he's and he's holding it up with a and he's holding it up with a with a literally a one dollar a ninety nine cent coat hanger. Well, that's what I'm saying. He needs two and a zip tie, and then he's got
0: he's got an engineering marvel. So I'm going to dispute this because if this person is say like maybe he's an artist mm-hmm. and he he budgets for a new Mac every five years okay. and he knows it's going to be five thousand dollars for a Mac Pro, right? Because yeah. it's always been like like thirty five hundred plus. Uh huh. So he's got four or five grand, whatever. Okay. But then Apple comes through with the fuck you with
1: an extra $1,000 for the stand. I mean, I, I don't begrudge you for not buying the stupid $1,000 stand for the Mac Pro. <laughs> but I'm telling you, there's got to be a third party option that at least looks nice. Or maybe he just enjoys being this guy. But maybe. Uh, I, I'm going to throw in my. I'm gonna maybe throw he
0: stole my, this Mac Pro.
1: <laughs> I'm going I'm to side hack here kay. and go and tell you there's a good move that you can do if you're staying in a hotel. Um, a lot of times the the, uh, the the blinds don't close right, and you mm. know how like you got a bright like sometimes the parking lot lights are sure. bright and whatnot. Sure. You're dealing with it. If you go to the closet and you grab the pants hangers with the clips, mm-hmm. you can take that to the drapes and clip the drapes closed with the uh, with the uh, pants hanger. I feel like you shared this with us
0: last time we did life hacks on the show. Did we?
1: Did I, I say think that? so? Yeah. Well, if I did, that's well the the hanger brought it up. Hey, you don't know. Maybe it's new people listening. Brand new people. <laughs> anyway, it's a solid... It's a solid move. You're helping move. people out. It's Nobody solid, remembers. Right. It's a solid move.
0: All right. Number four, uh,
1: eat caramel while you're crying for a salted caramel treat. <laughs> As a fat person who cries when they eat sweets like this, it's, it's, I, 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 no, I eat this stuff without guilt. Hopefully, you're eating your caramel without guilt. Enjoy. So, your I just caramel realized people. I said caramel and then salted caramel. It's like...
0: It's a Caribbean Pirates of the Caribbean situation. Right. It's Caribbean alone. Uh-huh. But when it's anything of, it's the Caribbean. <laughs> so it's, it's caramel when it's by itself. Salt. Put some salt in it, then it's caramel. Salted caramel. Salted yeah.
1: caramel. That sounds weird. But the word is caramel. Like right. Caramel is a city in California. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, don't cry when you eat your sweets. I don't, I don't, I don't condone that. Don't be sad.
0: Well, if maybe you're already crying, I and mean, you're like, well, I don't know what to eat to help me feel better, so I'm going to have some caramel. Just let the tears drain right into my mouth. Right. Number five, uh, conform to your HOA if you need to hide your trash can by creating a five-board fence but leaving the center one double long. <laughs> yes, Cheryl. You might need to see this one. Yeah, is it, What is that commercial? Is it's, it Cheryl? Yeah,
1: I think her name's Cheryl. I don't know. That's great.
0: Anyway, I'll have to post this, this photo as well. A, a man has built a, you know, like a four-foot-high fence to hide his trash cans, but he a, put a six-foot board in the center. So we've got two small boards on either side. It looks like a middle finger is what I'm trying to explain <laughs> to you. <laughs> He's giving him the finger.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Yes. I hate it when it does that. It is tough. All
0: right, the next one. I think this one's super useful. Um, I would never seen it before, but uh, super helpful. Uh, number six, wash your dog by putting peanut butter on the bathtub wall. So smear some peanut butter on the wall, get the dog in there eating it, and then just wash him while he.
1: Do you have trouble washing your dog?
0: Yes, he's a motherfucker.
1: About really, he doesn't. Yeah. He's not down for baths.
0: No, he's always hated water.
1: Yeah. Do yeah. you? Uh. Did? Are you thinking about trying the peanut butter on the wall? Um, I
0: have been considering it because <laughs> since COVID, we used to have the. Uh, there's a woman who operates a mobile pet salon. She drives around and it's a. Essentially, it's a party bus, Okay. But it's just it's a. You know, it's a grooming station inside. Okay. She's got the full thing. She's got the big bath in the back. She's got the brushing table on the front. She's got all the gear. Uh-huh. Um, so, but there's, since COVID, so, there's,
1: so there's like toenail clipping and all like yeah. a full dog hygiene.
0: Yes. Yeah. And so stop. got it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, I, I would like to watch my dog, but it's a struggle and I'd rather. <laughs>
1: does it she's, does, does she's it look a professional like, does it look like the does it look like the van from dumb and dumber with the I, I wish <laughs> mutt cuts <laughs> mutt cut. uh, if it was mutt cut, I'd have
0: Harry. <laughs> Harry Harry Dunn come over and, and watch my dog pumpkin pie haircutted freak um okay uh, number seven this is just a personal request here um, at my funeral play the super Mario theme until the casket is lowered and then play the underground music yeah <laughs>
1: Da, 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 da.
0: This person did not specify. Do you have to also play the pipe warp sound effect
1: as the casket goes into <laughs> the, <ground?" Yeah. laughs> what, what is the No, the, they, they should just play the Mario dead, su- the dead sound, the dead oh. sound. <laughs> 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 the blip at the end. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure your grieving relatives will really enjoy that. <laughs> he had a very specific request upon the lorry of his casket.
0: Well, I could keep going, but I have to save some gems for our next run at Life Hacks. So let's go to segment number two. In segment two, um, we talked last week about the need or not the need.
1: <laughs> the, need though, <laughs> the need, the desire.
0: The uh, the champion erotic weight gainer. Um, I don't remember his name at this point. I don't, I don't think, think you want to know it.
1: We don't need to know it. It's okay. me. Let's let it, Just like, let it
0: go. <laughs> He's not like Wood. No. <laughs> you remember Wood from a few months ago? <laughs> Wood was the guy that people were like photo bombing each other with this large
1: Oh like, yes. Oh <laughs> yes, the guy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes. I learned his name. Right. Unfortunately, Wood had passed away. Oh. Um, just much, much like this erotic weight gainer is most likely (laughs) going to sooner or later. Anyway, the point is, uh, I wanted a high class way to get there. And it was like, how could you do this? Like I started actually thinking about this after we recorded the show. Like if I wanted to do this, what would I eat? Because anymore, even though I feel like my diet is kind of a mess and I'm not really like physically fit, like especially somebody who was so judgmental about it at a younger age, (laughs) I feel feel very hypocritical these days. Um, that, I didn't know. I, I have a hard time like eating large meals now. I get full much faster. Like I, I I'm really sort of confused about the idea that I used to just drink beer without stopping in the past, and now like I actually like feel full when I drink it. <laughs> I don't really understand <laughs> That's what actually changed.
1: a good sign. I mean that's a that's I mean that's a positive. That's a huge plus. Not when I'm trying to drink a lot. <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> that's why you have to go. That's why you have to go to hard liquor because you can't no. drink a bunch of beer. You got to go right and, to the. It's too go. slippery, and it's too quick.
0: <laughs> it's too quick. <laughs> Can't do it.
1: <laughs> got it.
0: All right, so I've got a list here of just perfect bites, mm. and I shared it with you before the show, mostly because I wanted to make sure that you you caught anything you thought we should um, capture as well here, because uh, I also was inspired by our conversation about oysters from a few weeks back about eating out at restaurants, mm. and I've just kind of been reminiscing about like what I'd like to have if I could get my hands on, you
1: know. We're dreaming. We're dreaming a yeah.
0: little. Daydreaming. Because the reality is that even takeout is not the same as restaurant food. It's just that the there's the laws of thermodynamics are simply such that no matter what, your food will not be as good as it would be if you were eating it at that table where they brought it right out from the right.
1: kitchen. And it has to do with the condensation inside your takeout. Your takeout For sure. Yeah. I mean, or you sure. take it home, whatever you if you get a whatever, it's gonna be slightly soggy or it's just not, I mean, there's like condensation yeah. on the inside of your takeout bag. And right. Speaking of
0: sandwich breads, if you get any kind of sandwich, it's going to be, it's it's you, Hot. Got, you almost need to put it back in the toaster oven.
1: Yes. Yes. So yeah. you're right. I mean, it's never, you could take the best restaurant food, put it in a to-go, take it home, and it would just be, eh. yeah. Yeah. It's just, you're wasting uh, your money. Pretty much. All right. So here, starting with this list, first slice of pizza.
0: I would go as far to say even more specifically, the very first bite of a hot slice.
1: Yes. Agreed. 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 The, uh, the, the, just the simple act of like dealing with it. Cause it's slightly too hot. Mm-hmm. So like, even when it's too hot to hold, <laughs> but you want that bite, right? Yeah. So, you yeah. know, you give it the U fold. Are, are you a U folder? Like you oh, just, I, buddy, I was in elementary school in New York city. You, know I mean? <laughs> you grab the U fold and you grab that first bite out of the middle out of, out of the off, the, off the, off the end of the triangle. And, and you're off and running with the mouth burn and everything.
0: I am like, I do want to be clear that we're not talking about Chicago style because you will actually suffer real burns to your <laughs> mouth if you just eat that without waiting for it to yes. cool a little bit.
1: Yes. Hot pizza. Plus, that's casserole. <laughs> that's a casserole. <laughs> that's a casserole. No, we're talking about a standard slice of pizza. But you know who does a nice job? The, pag- the folks at the Pagliacci. If you buy by the slice, they, they toss it in the, this little toaster oven, like this super yeah. hot toaster oven, for a second. They slap it back to you. Yeah. You can take that right out to the car and just start gnawing on it. It's very, absolutely, absolutely uh, There's enjoyable. something about that temperature, right, where the cheese is
0: both hot, but, uh, but the whole thing together is a little al dente. Yes. Right? Like when you bite it. So that is just that, that is, There's nothing like that. And having it delivered to your house, you can kind of get it, but it's never quite the same. Never quite the same. No. Pizza's the closest. Pizza travel's the best, I think. Especially now they have the hot bags. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting <laughs> clearly. I need some takeout. <laughs> clearly, you need some pizza. I guess so. All right, next uh, poi- the piping hot. Sorry, piping hot soup dumpling. Yes.
1: Now I, I'm am very much an authority on the piping hot soup. If you if you if you hit the DTF, <laughs> you know that you're taking your life into your own hands when they drop that that soup dumpling thing. Yeah. Yeah. And the key to the 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 soup dumpling is you gotta put it in the spoon they give you, right? Right. And then you gotta poke a little bitty hole. Yes. You gotta vent it. You gotta vent it. You have to vent it. You gotta drink the soup out of the spoon and then pop the whole dumpling in your mouth. Or else you might a whole
0: dumpling. Oh scary.
1: Or or you might die. If you let the soup out and then drink the soup and then toss the dumpling in, you're okay. But if you take that whole hot dumpling and put it in your mouth, you're going to the hospital. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you could have pieces of, like, the flesh of the roof of your mouth, like, hanging, like, drapes in your in your mouth for days. There's a Seattle bar that does, uh, sort of
0: famously, I guess, regionally at least, does, like, stuffed burgers. Um, you know Buckley's, right? Buckley's?
1: No, no. Oh, no. Queen Anne? No? Uh-uh.
0: They have like the heaviest lunch menu. Like if you want to go there and be completely unproductive after you've eaten, <laughs> just go to a cold place to eat. yeah. Like, so it's in Lower Queen Anne, it's over by the Seattle Center. So okay. I used to work in that area, right? So we go to Buckley's like eh, you know, maybe once a week. Okay. And one time I ordered the, the the stuffed cheeseburger, whatever it's called, like the
1: juicy Lucy. Sure. With the big uh, cheese with the cheese in the middle, the drippy yeah, cheese. Yeah, they're hardly
0: the only place to do this, yeah, right? Yeah. But I you know, I expected to be able to bite it and I thought it would be hot, but when I bit it it all shot out the side on my hand. <laughs> the and I was like, ah, yeah. And I mean, I like, screamed in the <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> like, <laughs> screamed.
1: Ah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the waitress was, like, mad at me. <laughs> Why? Because I screamed. And then, like, I needed a bunch of napkins. And I was like, can you bring me a lot of napkins, please? Can like you,
1: this. Can you bring me some napkins and some aloe vera and, like, right. uh, and, like burn cream? Yeah, and then she
0: her attitude was like, well, "What do you think was going to happen?" <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was going to shoot out the side. You should have told
1: me there was a specific hole. Like once you put a like a an arrow on this thing, <laughs> this bite here. Right. At least when you're eating like a like a Bavarian cream donut, you can see the insert, right? You can see right. what the hole is. The jelly donut. Like you would never bite from the opposite side. No, you would find the jelly donut hole and you <laughs> right. work from the jelly donut. Yes. Yes, they should. They should. Is is it? Is it it's not injected in there though. though right? It's like folded in there. Right? They fold it. I don't, in don't cook I, it. Whatever. It shot out the side <laughs> of my fucking hand. It Sucked. <laughs> That's I, I would have paid money to be there for that. that <laughs> well, sweet. It wasn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next, we've got first bite of a fried chicken, and this this author specifically put
1: Popeye's thigh. Yeah, it, it's true. If any any chicken thigh. It, you have mm-hmm. to find the spot where the meat part is Right because you know how chicken thighs like bone on Two sides essentially right, and then there's right, that yeah. one Big pocket of meat right That's the spot you need to get to And uh, I'm a KFC guy You know I'm, I'm the original recipe I like it I like that sort of Soggy <laughs> feeling but, uh, but yes It's tremendous as, as, a, as a Avid fried chicken eater I'm This is this is a very uh, This is very high on my list of yeah. enjoyable bites I miss fried chicken you know the Safeway does good fried chicken. Everybody uses buttermilk. I'm screwed. Oh yeah, yeah. I cape up for it. I cape up for the Safeway all the time. If you get it fresh, like if he's like dumping it out of the bowl, like in sure. the display,
0: that's true for every fried
1: chicken. <laughs> you can't, like
0: if you just made it, yeah, it's gonna be delicious. It's awesome. Yeah,
1: hard to screw it up.
0: All right, this next one I've got a little bit of an issue with because it says spooning out the end of a really good shake, and I really feel like the first pull. Where it's just malleable enough to actually come through the straw at the right pace—that's okay. that's the the draw of the shake that I'm looking for.
1: My my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Actually. Okay,
0: yeah, <laughs> is it better than mine? <laughs> Damn right. Okay, can you teach me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I have I have drifted away from my desire for shakes in that I like I'm now very much down with the DQ um, Misty Freeze. You know, the Misty Freeze. No. So they take the slushy, you know, the, the Mr. Freeze, the Mr. Misty Freeze slushy. Of course. Like cherry. They fill it basically full of soft serve and then they blend it. So for me, cherry Mr. Misty Freeze is the king of my shake world. So a bit of a
0: slushy, creamy, yes. multi-textured. Multi-textured food is really where it's but at. It's got, right? We just talk about fried chicken. Yes. You get the two
1: layers. yeah. Uh, it's got the smooth and it's got the crunchy ice bits in it. Yeah. And then it's got the chemical fruit flavor, which is just, yeah. it's tremendous. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's quite a treat.
0: I pulled a beer out of the back of my fridge the other day, and it was partially frozen. Mm. M- even mostly frozen. Yeah. And so what, I popped it open and kind of foamed up. I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, was like, oh it's all icy inside. And then I was drinking it, and it was a lot of liquid, but still a lot of ice. So it actually took a while to get through. And I was like, well, this is amazing. I was like, I really wish I could go to 7-Eleven and just get Miller Lite Slurpee.
1: <laughs> okay, so my son for his birthday got one of those slushy cups that you keep in the freezer, uh-huh. and then you fill it full of fruit juice and you stir it and it turns into a slushy. Should okay. should do that with a beer. How does wait? How does the cup? The cup's like an ice cream maker. It's got like a uh, it's got like a core in it, like a really super frozen core. So you just put it in the deep freeze. You put it in the got chest it. freezer outside. And when you're ready to use it, you pull it out. You put it in the sleeve and then you pour the you pour the. Uh, you pour the liquid in there, then you just stir it for a couple of minutes and it turns into a slushy. So, you know, he usually pours like some Welch's grape juice in there and has like this grape slushy. It's all delicious.
0: All right. Well, that sounds good. I might have to try that with a beer. Send me the brand. I mean, send me the brand of the thing. So like I could, that's it. Cause it was delicious. And I really was like, I want another one of these. Like, I was upset that there was no way for me to reproduce the experience. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, was just, wouldn't it be amazing if you go to 7 Eleven and just be like, let me get the uh, the old uh, Budweiser
1: Slurpee. <laughs> I'm gonna make a Four Loco slushy.
0: There you go, Miss Four Loco.
1: <laughs> I still have one can of Four Loco, like original Four Loco, floating. Gross. On. Why? I don't know. It can't be good to eat. It was given. Don't drink that. It was given, it was given to me as a gift, and I've just been sort of hanging. It's been like living in my fridge, and I will look at it every now and again. I'll be like, Is this the day? Is this the day I go with the with the Four Loco? I don't
0: think you should drink that at this point that seems like a bad idea
1: i'm not gonna drink like seven of them in like 10 minutes no but like how old is it i don't know years i don't think you should drink it i don't know i don't think it's bad okay whatever you say (laughs) my life might like get to a point where i need to drink it
0: all right well we're gonna have to come back to this there's definitely more food bites that we need to discuss and and lord knows it's gonna be a long journey on erotic weight gain so i
1: know i mean i'm only at you know, I'm only at two eighty now, I need to double up. I need to essentially double up.
0: Yeah, you better get started. It took
1: me this long to get to here, for God's sake. I mean, how <laughs> long I mean, I don't know You weren't trying those was
0: passive. <laughs> Active measures are a different story. Yeah, yeah. You I, gotta go to the donut shop and actually get at the Bavarian creams Just be like, I'm just gonna suck at the cream.
1: Yeah. I mean you can do like when you're a guy my size, which is two hundred eighty pounds, the uh, if you do like a simple E equals M C squared kind of a calculation like the the amount of mass that I have over, like to get the amount of the amount of energy you have to suck up to get from like 200 to 280 is immense. Like it's calories upon calories that you can't even <laughs> count. So yeah. doubling up, like going from 280 to 500, is. I mean, even if even if they said we'd give your family a billion dollars after you died if you yeah. got there, I'd be like, I, I can't do it.
0: It's hard enough to get my socks on as it is. <laughs>
1: Stop wearing socks. You'd be, be like, you'd be like, you'd uh, be like Homer Simpson. Just wear a muumuu. Yeah, everywhere. you just athletic shorts,
0: sleeveless, sleeveless t-shirt, slides. Oh God! Doesn't like thirty degrees outside. Fifteen degrees outside doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> That's what I'm wearing. Yeah. All right. Let's go to segment three. All right, in segment three, um, there's no easy way for me to introduce this concept. It was triggered for Brian here, our, our TV writer, who writes for Eprox, um, by Pattinson being cast. I remember him mentioning this when this first happened. Like, he was, he, he said something to the effect of, how can Robert Pattinson be Batman? He's the Joker. And he didn't really elaborate on it at the time. And he came back to it uh, more recently. And speaking of, you saw in the news today, Batman has COVID. <laughs> sure. So, wh- what are you doing out there, Bob? I mean... There's a
1: lot of people that, you know, there are a lot of people out there. They have to. Are they filming in a bubble? Or is Bob Pat just going out and doing whatever he wants? <laughs> he is a movie star. He is. So I don't know what he's doing in his off hours. But yeah, I mean, if you're. If Instagram you're, models? Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to introduce this concept by
0: just reading the intro paragraph to this article right. because I think it's the easiest, short, shortest way for us to accomplish the concept. So Brian says It is my position that every actor in Hollywood is either a Batman or a Joker. It's a gut thing, not always easy to explain, but still full of undeniable truths. You can feel it almost instantly as soon as you see someone's face or hear someone's name. It's one of the things that worries me about Robert Pattinson playing Batman, because Robert Pattinson is in no way a Batman. He looks like a Batman, sure, but with the jawline and eyes and general vibe of an emo billionaire, so it's understandable how the casting happened. But I'm sorry, Robert Pattinson is a joker. I know this because I read the GQ profile where he blew up his microwave making pasta. Blowing up a microwave while making pasta is maybe the most Joker thing possible. So, Chris, why don't you give me your first thoughts on this concept, this idea that everyone is either a Batman or a Joker?
1: Batman or a Joker, like yes. yeah. So, yes, there are. This is this is this, one of our favorite subjects. Right? Is pro wrestling? Yes. You have you have faces and heels. Exactly. Right, exactly. and you, you can kind of tell when someone's a face and when someone's a heel. Like someone and just, when they're playing against type, it's weird. Yes, but it's it's it's. But when they're playing very naturally in their element, he's like, oh yeah, that guy is a face. This guy is a
0: heel. I just think back to when The Rock was first coming up, and he was a bad guy, and I was like, this guy is just this. There's something about this guy, but this isn't working at all. Right.
1: Well, they, he started as a face, didn't make it as a face, and then turned heel, and then right. worked his way back to face. Which is, right,
0: that was when they were doing that—the antihero. Right, thing.
1: and, then, and yeah. again, I think that I think that Batman, Batman works pretty well as an antihero, right? Especially yeah. as he's written now. He, he's, I mean, to make him just slightly, yeah, to make him a little more edgy, mm-hmm. like you need an edgier guy. That's why I think that's why I think Christian Bale works really well because mm-hmm. he's just—he's a little edgy, right? There's still a little of that American Psycho that sort of spills into his. his Batman a little bit, which is great, which is what you want. Right.
0: It's like the Batman edge is like, and this is true for the wrestling too, like sort of stoic, but like quietly intense, but also like maybe capable of like intense violence. Yes. Um, But then like the Joker is similar, but just bubbling, frothing, chaotic energy at all times. Like just making it really clear that like, I don't give a shit about the rules. I'm gonna do whatever I want to do. Right.
1: And that was the original. That's the original. Dynamic between Batman and the Joker, right? It's like they're both the same. They both have similar in the in their souls. They're the same person, except one's trying to control it better, and the other one's gleefully exploiting it. There's this. There's a classic, um, not uh, graphic novel by Alan Moore called The Killing Joke, mm-hmm. which which basically explains their whole dynamic together. And Alan Moore captures it perfectly. And it's just you know, it's it's they're the same guy. They want to do that. They're 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 unhinged in the same ways, and um and that's why this is an interesting thing. If you're a Batman or a Joker, to get a guy who's a Joker to play Batman makes perfect sense. I mean, it works in the context of this story, because yeah, Bruce Wayne's broken, <laughs> like a very in right. a very deep place, you know. uh, Yeah, I
0: mean, we're talking about a human. The people he works with are super-powered in some way when you're talking about justice. Yeah. But yeah, no, Batman, as he says in the movie, I'm rich, right? He's like, what's your power? I'm rich. Yeah. He's a deeply psychotic individual (laughs) who
1: dresses up in bat-themed armor in order to fight crime. And punches criminals. Yes. Goes out at night and punches bad guys. Now... While Affleck I think was a good casting for what they had him do. I yeah. think he's far too affable to be I mean, it was a nice sort of departure from it. Well, I think it makes more sense cuz I mean, Justice League Batman isn't
0: Batman Batman.
1: Yeah, he's not a modern it's not. It was it was a bit of a Affleck's a bit of a throwback take on Batman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that he's is again, he's a little more he's he's willing to make a joke. Like a, an actual joke. Like he feels that like like in Justice league that interaction between him and and aquaman where yeah. he's kind of like sort of joking around about it is yeah. very is a very old school take. I mean, I think that I think there's this this whole new school take on 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 Batman which is just just like his superpower now is just kicking the shit out of people when the police can't.
0: <laughs> <You Right. know? laughs> no, he used to be the world's greatest detective and all. I mean, it's interesting because I think that as we as a society become more you know comfortable with the concept of mental health and having more open conversations about it there's a realization that the batman origin story story is like deeply deeply fucked up <laughs> even though like the 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 high level media properties that have featured batman don't really ever like touch on that yeah yeah right like if you think about the adam west batman like why is he adopting a a, a circus a circus orphan, and then making him dress up in bright colors like that—that right. that seems like a different set of psychoses.
1: <laughs> but my favorite theory about Batman and having Robin is he dresses up Robin in those bright colors so criminals will go beat him up first. Sure, yeah, he's a distraction. <laughs> he's a distraction, and then Batman can swing around from your flank or behind you and kick the shit out of you while you're yeah. beating up Robin. But the sure. uh, this. Uh, there was a tweet from a little while ago where <laughs> this guy tweeted: uh, One of the big problems with dark and gritty Batman movies is that the people writing them can't craft a mystery so complex that only Batman can solve it. So Batman's mm. superpower ends up being the ability to violate people's constitutional rights. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. And pretty much, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the. Unfortunately, that's kind of what Batman has become. He's become this this night brawler, right? Yeah, is,
0: there's a reason that the the gun guys all run around with that Punisher logo on their shirt. Yes,
1: yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. extrajudicial <laughs> killing is my favorite, <laughs> <laughs> right? And that's uh, and so Batman is sort of, I you know, I'm, I'm 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 looking forward to seeing this, but I think the I think the, I think the character of Batman or has been devolving for a little while now, yeah, and, and uh, comic book Batman is much you know i think it's still much better yeah i mean it's still it's he still has that that there's still a core of batman there that he's the detective he's the leader he's the he's all these other things and maybe that was and, you know maybe that's kind of what they were getting at with affleck right like he's a little bit older you know he's maybe a little you know has maybe more of leadership more leadership quality mm-hmm. but um but this one just looks like I mean, Patton's like unhinged dude in in street armor kicking the shit out of people. Maybe they'll surprise right. me and do something different. I doubt it.
0: Yeah, my um, my Batman is... Uh, I think we've talked about this before. Uh, my Batman is Nightfall Batman. Like, the one I read the most of when I was that mm-hmm. age. Because I was, you know, 13. Right, when Nightfall yeah. was published. And then it got published as a novel, so I read it as a book. And it was just burned in my... I've read it like four times. <laughs> anyway... Um, <laughs> Back to the concept that we were discussing, though, I wanted to run through some of these examples that uh, Brian Greb gives us of actors who are Batmans and Jokers and, and see what you thought about this. Okay. So he he hits some obvious ones first. So Will Smith is a Batman. Michael Shannon is a Joker. Adam Driver and The Rock are both Batman. How do you feel about Adam Driver? Is Adam Driver a Batman?
1: I, I, no, he's a Joker. But are you sure? Because he, he could be Batman, I feel like. See, I think, again, this is – this is and, and The Rock certainly could – The Rock is – I think they're setting up the rock to play against type here with his DC property, like his Black Adam Mm -hmm. property. That's going to be anti-hero territory for sure. I mean, at best. So Driver, Driver's best when he's slightly unhinged. I like him when he's, I like when, I think that, you know, even those, even though the last 10 minutes of Rise of Skywalker are pretty satisfying, I think it's, I think he's better when he's. When he's Joker.
0: Okay, some of the other obvious ones here is like Lakeith Stanfield and Shia LaBeouf are both Jokers for sure. Uh, Michael B. Yeah. Jordan is a textbook Batman, even though his most famous character, Killmonger from Black Panther, had extreme Joker energy. Chris Evans, Chris Pine, Batman's Paul Giamatti is a Joker. Johnny <laughs> Depp is a Joker. Bradley Cooper yeah. is like super Batman.
1: <laughs> James,
0: like how he writes is such a Batman. Yeah. James Franco is a Joker. RDJ is Batman. Um, it's like Ben Affleck, yes, Matt Damon. Um, but then he gets like, into the trickier ones, right? So he's like, Jake Gyllenhaal seems like a Batman, but if you actually see, you pay attention to how he behaves, he's
1: clearly a Joker. The uh, and you know he gets to play the Joker in uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Sort of, right. right? Yeah, yeah. He gets to be he gets to be. I you know I like I like his performance in that as a as a bad guy. Like sure. he's he feels very heroic, and then he makes that little turn, mm-hmm. and he doesn't change a lot. He just changes little things about himself. Uh, to be the bad guy, like his transition to bad guy in Far From Home, I think is really good. I like. I, I think that's a good that's a good superhero movie performance. And he's a good actor, so yeah. I think good actors get to play both sides of this line. Yeah. I think you. I think Bradley Cooper could certainly play. Well, and could certainly play Joker. That's he one of the reasons that, the
0: Affleck Batman doesn't really work, right? Because Affleck is not a multifaceted actor. Yes, he. Even though he did, like, it's really weird for me to say that, because I feel like it works really well in Gone Girl, which requires sort of a duplicitous nature. He works Mm -hmm. pretty well in, um, um, God, I just just lost it, uh, the town, where he's supposed to be both kind of affectionate, but he just, his, you know, deep down that he's always going to do the right thing. There's something about his delivery that he's never going to truthfully, truly, like, make the, the evil choice
1: he lacks he lacks a sense of menace yes is what he does he lacks i mean which is again which is fine if you're batman but an old you know an old school version of batman right yeah like again the new school version of batman has a a great deal of menace to him
0: yeah Uh, a couple points that i that that brian makes here that i just want to share because i love them so much um Donald Glover probably tells people and believes in his heart that he's a Joker, even though he's actually a Batman. That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. John Hamm is a Batman who would much rather be a Joker. He's actually
1: in Baby Driver. He's actually very good as the bad guy.
0: Yeah, but he's still. It's not. I don't know the energy. I don't think energy. Know. Yeah, he 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 gets it there. You're right. I guess yeah.
1: that. I think I think uh, I I disagree here. Okay. Because I think I think he's a good enough actor and. He's, uh, and like I said, in Baby Driver, I think he's terrific as the ba- as a bad guy, as a Joker.
0: I love this. DiCaprio's a Batman through and through, but he would still insist on playing the Joker to make a point point, end up overdoing it.
1: <laughs> I think he may have been in talks to do a
0: Joker at one point. but Yeah, exactly. But, I also yeah. like Brad Pitt as a Joker who has been miscast as a Batman his entire life. <laughs> I think that's that pretty accurate, right? You watch Fight yeah. Club. <laughs> that seems, that's the, the when, when Brad Pitt is, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt is manic. Those are his best roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's definitely the
1: Joker in 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 Fight Club for sure. So,
0: yeah, he mentions a couple of women as well, right? The easy ones like uh, Charlize Theron is the most Batman woman on the
1: face of the earth right now. She's awesome, and she's awesome in action movies. I, you know, did you? What was the latest one? On the Old Guard, yeah, the Old Guard, old guard on yeah. Netflix. She's great. I just I never get tired of Charlize. Me neither. I thought that movie was just okay though. Yeah. But I don't get tired of her. And she's she's so stinking good in Mad Max. Yeah. I just like
0: that they play that Run the Jewels song in the Old Garden. That's my favorite <laughs> part.
1: Uh, and then Tilda Swinton is such a
0: perfect joker that now I'm angry she hasn't played one yet.
1: Oh, she's... I have a thing for Tilda Swinton. What? <laughs> How does that work? It's a, it's, it's a Tilda Swinton, David Bowie thing. That I don't know. I think I have a thing for Tilda Swinton's always like super attractive to me. Like when she shows up in Benjamin Button, like she's great. When she shows up in every time I see uh, Tilda Swinton's great in the beach with uh, with Leo when she's the sort of the cult leader. Like she's got a she's got she's got a thing. Okay okay i don't I... and when she's the the ancient one <laughs> I was just saying i was like so you want to bang the ancient one is what you're telling me <laughs> i i don't know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna apologize for my thing for Tilda this one uh, you shouldn't you should not apologize do your thing um well i just
0: want to uh, kind of close this by by reading brian's closing here so he says i could go on um Hey, well, one of these says, Walton Goggins is at present a Joker, but is, is, a, is one perspective shifting supporting role away from becoming the most fascinating Batman of all? This is a good take. <laughs> this is a situation I monitor constantly. Uh, I could go on and will pa- privately quite possibly forever, usually in the wee hours of the morning when I should be sleeping, but i am instead on, 40, uh, on minute 45 of internal, would Jason Statham be more of a Joker if he had hair debate? <laughs> but I'll stop here for now as I believe I've accomplished the two goals I had in starting this conversation. One, give everyone a fun game to play with friends the next time you get together. Two, justify all the time I've spent thinking about this by making it a work thing. And isn't that the ultimate goal? (laughs) That's true. All right, though, that's it for our regular segments, and you know what that means.
1: Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready!
0: Dad jokes of the week. Woo! Maybe the best crop we've had in some time. There are a couple of real gems in here. All right. Yeah. You're going to disagree, as you always do when I actually read them, <laughs> but I'm in better spirits about it than most weeks. This one's not one of them. All right. I brought my pet crab to the disco yesterday, and he loved it. He danced so much, he pulled a muscle. Oh Seafood jokes. What do crabs yeah. and mussels have to do
1: with you? Why a crab? Nothing. Why would I you bring your pet a... clam? Yes.
0: Wouldn't... Just... Yeah. My pet
1: bivalve. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
0: My pet gooey duck. Why are pirates Called pirates Because they just Are
1: Man That 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 joke construction Can be done Any old time Now that's the whole Like The pirates Can't go to You children Can't go to Pirate movies Because they're rated R Yeah I'm done With anything (laughs) With R that, That is done Why do pirates Say R I don't know It's a Again they just Got saddled with it At some point It's a It's a It's a stereotype. All right.
0: An anteater walks into a bar and the bartender asks, would you like a drink? The anteater replies, no. A bit taken aback, the bartender says, okay, a bowl of peanuts then? Again, the anteater replies, no. (laughs) Jeez, says the bartender. What's with the long nose? The anteater shrugs and says, I was born with it. Jeez. (laughs) That's a long way to go. Yeah. All right. Why is England so prone to floods? Because the queen has reigned there for for years. Mm. Which religious figure do chickens fear most? The friar. The friar. <laughs> <The fryer. laughs> I like that one a lot. I want to start a chicken restaurant and call it Friar Clucks.
1: Oh, there's a Friar Tucks in Portland that we used to go to. Their chicken was good, but they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't start cooking it until you showed up. So you had to order it and wait like 35 minutes for chicken to show up.
0: Oh. And they spelled it like F R Y E R fryer uh-huh. types. Uh-huh. So, okay. Uh-huh. Well, now I'm yeah. not so excited about my idea.
1: Yeah. No. sorry. Yeah,
0: but why are accounting departments so welcoming? Because everyone counts. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, and this might be the thing that was carrying it for me because I really enjoyed this one the first time I read it. All right. Okay. Why do senior citizens eat so much processed food? Because they need all the preservatives <laughs> they can get. <laughs>
1: Oh man! <laughs> You're like that was a good week. What's a bad one like? Seriously, the uh, so I had I had two jokes. Okay, my first joke was part of my police station. It was just one of my in the long. Remember the police station series of jokes? Yes, yes. Nothing to go on, on it. Right. Yes. Right. There was a whole. This is uh actually number one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, in my series of police station jokes. This is police station puzzles have been stolen Detectives are unable to put the pieces together Okay Sure That was number six I like it <laughs> Alright here's the other my joke My other joke for today um, Just two guys talking to each other It's like I just can't Seem to get these Tom Jones songs out of my head The other guy It's not unusual I feel like I've heard that before <laughs> Have you? I think so. I, it's it seemed like a it seemed like a fairly obvious joke construction. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, should have been. It, it could have been um
0: like Will Smith and Carlton Banks.
1: <laughs> I don't want to do the voices. You don't do defense. the voices. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I need uh I would need um Jay Farrow to come on and do the joke voices for me. There you go. Let's go to the overtime. Overtime. All right, in the overtime, I, I couldn't help but uh, bring back
0: a little golf only because I came across this, honestly, only maybe a couple of hours ago. Um, and I just, it's something I think you and I talk about all the time with regard to would it be entertaining to watch like a regular golfer play alongside tour pros just so you could feel like what it would be like if you're watching like a four handicap play in a PGA event um, right. and like how bad are they or, like how badly are they going to score, uh, and so on and so forth. So an interviewer asks Kevin Kisner, um, How many strokes do you need to spot a 12 handicap in a uh, a 72-hole tournament, so four rounds, to make Mm -hmm. it competitive? He thinks for a moment, and he says 68. And she says, why 68? And he says, well, 12 strokes times four rounds is 48. He's like, I'm a plus five. That's another 20 strokes, so 68 rounds. Or 68 strokes. And then she compliments his math skills, and then he makes sort of a, I don't know, down home. It was just reminding me of George W. Bush the way he said it. <laughs> he's like, "I do math for a living, basically, right?" Like, okay, yeah, you calculate yards. It's real difficult, but anyway. Right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, so they're talking specifically about the Tour Championship, which starts tomorrow or today by the time you're listening to this, uh, and it's at East Lake Golf Course. And I wanted to say that first of all, Kevin is wrong. You would for a 12 handicap, he's going to have to spot that person I think 100 strokes for it to be competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, my first piece of evidence is that. The, the the tips at East Lake are 7,300 yards, with a 75.9 <laughs> rating and a slope of 143, and that's before it is set up for a PGA event, mm. which means it's probably pushed back another what? You think it goes to 7,800 or 7,500 at least? Right, like right. There's probably I, I, you know, there's some comments on the the Twitter thread that the PGA Tour started there where one of the guys says I've played this course. He's like I'm a seven handicap. If I played from where the PGA tees are, there's certain holes where I couldn't carry, I wouldn't be able to make the forced carry to the fairway from the back tee.
1: Like I literally
0: <laughs> couldn't hit the ball far enough to hit it over just the forced carry, just to get to the fairway. Period. Mm. So if you're assuming that you're playing the same tees as Kevin, I think it's got to yeah. be a hundred strokes, right? Because let's say he puts up four pedestrian rounds, he shoots 71 every day. Okay, so that's okay. a total of 284. Um, If uh, If he gives me the 68 strokes Which is 352 and I divide that by 4 I have to shoot an 80 And I'm not a 12 handicap I'm a better player than that actually uh, I'd still have to shoot 88 From the PGA setup I don't think okay. that I could do that
1: Yes And that's 4
0: I, rounds of 88
1: 4 rounds to, to, cover, to cover the delta Yeah to cover the 68 strokes Okay I think you'd yeah. have to give me 6 you more can't. per round you can't do it no you're you're you are probably looking at anywhere between i i was when i thought about it i thought to myself i could probably make double bogey on almost every hole right right which is 100 and which would be 106 right on a par 70 right so so if i so so yeah so i need 18 i need like at least 15 strokes a day which would be well, which would be fifty? Which would be sixty strokes? You need more than
0: fifteen strokes a day. What are you talking about?
1: No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I need fifteen. I need I need eighteen plus another nine. I need I need twenty seven strokes a day as opposed to thirty six. I need twenty seven strokes. I need twenty five strokes a day. I need hundred strokes.
0: <laughs> That's what I said.
1: I know. I just I'm a, I know. It's just math amazing that you do that. I do math for a living. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Thank you. you. I'll have to repost the
0: the interview. Uh, but it just—I mean—I appreciate that he just did a you know, straight-up ass- assessment of it, right? It's this many strokes. I'm, this is my handicap. That's your handicap. It's like, but a twelve handicap isn't playing East Lake set up for the PGA.
1: No, uh, no. Now, now, do you remember in in the late aughts, like two thousand eight or two thousand nine, they had an actual contest where you could sign up, and if you were an eight to twelve handicap, they sent you out on to Tory Pines for the for the U.S. for the U.S. Open. And um, you got to play it. I don't remember this uh, with some stars, and I, I brought it up. And it's um, this would have been during my sort of golf dark period. Okay, you get you get to play. You you would have gotten to play with Matt Lauer, pre pre me too Matt Lauer. Boo, Tony Romo and Justin Timberlake. Okay, and you played They played it from the. They played it from the place from the tips. What I mean, the they played it from where the, the uh, they were playing the U.S. Open. To his credit, Timberlake shot ninety eight see, I think that's probably about right for, uh-huh. for where the average player would shoot um let's see uh let's see Lauer shot a hundred on the number, and Romo, who's a two handicap and a and a good solid golfer shot um shot eighty four okay so so that I think that's the best that's i think that's the best comparison you can make is yeah. that that a low single like Tony Romo, who hits the ball far enough right shoots 84 on a u.s open setup yeah and you and i are not going to shoot under 90 on a u.s open setup or on this east lake setup not in a, not in a million years like i said it's i'm feeling i'm feeling if i play pretty good it's going to be somewhere between 100 to 108 yeah. or 106
0: yeah i think if i if i have a, a a pretty nice day i will break 100 right like high 90s
1: 100 would be the 100 would be the number. The if goal. I shot better if I shot better than 100, I'd feel really good about myself. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, and I mean like, you know, we go out and play golf in a regular golf course and I'm mad if I shoot anything worse than about 82. I was like about the cap on what I you know, anything worse than that I'm like, yeah, it was kind of a mess.
1: Right. I mean, just the other day when we played, I mean, let's see what we played uh from the from the back from the blues at Eagle's Pride. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know, the ratings 126 yeah which is not an easy course no it was tough it was tough and you know that's a mid-80s round right there yeah (laughs) so so tack on the tack on the uh tack on the east lake uh, you know icing and it's uh yeah we're looking at 100 we're looking at 100 100 strokes
0: yeah it's it's insane how much better they are at golf
1: oh i mean (laughs) again again it's it professionals have a Geniuses and professionals have a way of making things look easy, right? To the point where you think, "Oh, it, that looks pretty easy." Mm-hmm. I don't know why I couldn't do that. <laughs> you're just like, "No, you can't do that." It's, you're just you're you're fooling yourself. It's one of those deals. Where, I was a pretty good athlete in high school. I think I could. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, you can't. There was this one guy we worked with who made the assertion, and uh, and Josh, uh, our friend Josh Tussell, backed me up on this. He said he ran the hundred in. Ten flat, and this guy I don't was think so. this and this guy was working at IT, and, and Josh and I would look at each other, guy. Like, you are smoking absolute crack. I mean, you can't expect us to buy this. This is not. I seen you walk like you you know. You might see a guy who was fast, yeah, in high school, and maybe he's out of shape. But there's sort of a way that athletes move that you could say, you know what? Maybe I maybe. this guy no. <laughs> You tell just by the way he lumbered around Like there's no possible way That you ran 10 flat in high school Get out of town
0: Yeah that was like the journalist or I don't think it was a journalist But somebody who posted the other day Like what would be easier Like hitting a home run Like in a major league baseball game Gaining two yards on the ground in the NFL It's like you can't do any of this shit You can't do any of it
1: it. None of it None (laughs) of it You can't I mean I would say that at my Hittingest best could I have hit? I think I could have hit a baseball out of a major league park batting practice with an aluminum bat. Yeah, I don't. I've never hit with a wood with a wood bat ever. Oh, right. But with a wood bat, probably not happening. No. But with an aluminum bat, with you know somebody throwing me like like batting practice type pitches. Yeah, I think I could have hit one out of a major league park. Probably. Yeah. But in a game situation, no. No,
0: not in a game no. situation with a wooden bat. No. no. There's, and the best part is that guy's like, I could probably, I, I think I could probably luck into a home run. It's like, no, no, run, no, you, can't. no,
1: no you can't, no, you can't. There's this uh, at the um, at the Louisville Slugger Museum mm-hmm. when we were there uh, a couple of years back. They have this this uh, this setup where you can stand behind. It's a, basically a, a projection of a pitcher, and he throws, and then the and the pitching machine comes out where his hand comes out. So you can experience, like, what 95-mile-an-hour fastballs look like. Mm-hmm. And so you stand next to this. It's just sort of a display that you just stand next to. You see these 95-mile-an-hour fastballs coming. You're like, fuck that. There's no way I can hit that. Not a million years. Not... No, you can't. Yeah. So right should... after college, when I
0: was trying to play in men's leagues, I would go to Stodd's, and the closest or the, the fastest they can get the machine up to is 88. And I could hit off that. Yeah. Um, and I'd seen, I've seen live pitching in the 90s before, and it's just it's different. And there's a difference between high 80s and, like, mid to low 90s. It's just – it's different.
1: There's a reason those high school kids who can throw that far, that fast don't, like, don't get hit on in yep. high school. Right. Like, none of those they, – they spend their whole lives, they spend their whole high school careers <laughs> striking out yeah. everybody. Well, and even a major league
0: hitter will tell you that it's as much about approach and understanding the situation and the pitcher's tendencies as it is recognizing the pitch and putting the bat on the ball. Yeah. Like, the greatest hitters – tend to know what the pitcher's gonna throw before he throws it. Yeah. And that that's really that's the that's the advantage. Obviously see what you saw with the Astros. When you know <laughs> what's coming, it's mean, easier to set up your timing. Yeah. Right. Yes. You have to start the bat so early if they're throwing gas. Yeah. And if they and throw it off speed and if the changeup looks like the fastball, you're gonna
1: look foolish. Right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And and yes, regaining gaining yards in the NFL Never like, No. Never. No. no. Never. Even if you
0: combine, like, me at my absolute muscly fitness with me at my most elusive, like, when I was actually playing football, <laughs> I would get sent to the hospital the first play.
1: For sure. Yeah. Even if you ran behind the greatest offensive line that was ever created, no. you can't. No, you no. can't. That's so much faster and so
0: much stronger than you can possibly imagine. <laughs> I mean, like, Napoleon Kaufman, who played running back at the University of Washington, was famous for like bench pressing four hundred pounds in college,
1: <laughs> those people are all freaks. This yeah. is the I mean, it is um, yeah. You just what? What was the other one like? Making a three pointer or making scoring a basket scoring a basket in, in the NBA in game. A, I mean, maybe you get a wide open look yes. and you and you make one. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're not
0: driving on anybody. Oh no. <laughs> No, 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 no. You're going to get your you pot might, picked, so, pocket pick so quickly.
1: You might, you might camp out in the corner. Yeah. And maybe they forget you're on the floor. <laughs> maybe. And then you get a pass, and then you immediately just jack one up. And maybe it goes in. That's the best you could hope for. Well, for I guess sure.
0: ultimately I appreciate that Kevin Kisner thinks that a 12 handicap would only need 68 strokes to hang.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe he should not do math for a living because I think he's way off. Well, his math is accurate. It's just his... His nuance—it's it's a, re- a reasoned argument, but it's—it's—it's—it's. It's, 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 I think his reasoning is poor.
0: It lacks context. It's—it's it's yeah. purely scientific. It really, it has no uh, additional variables. No—no no confounding variables are considered in his analysis.
1: <laughs> exactly. All exactly. right.
0: Anything else? That's it for me, man. That's our show. Our thanks to all of you for listening to the Two on Three Pod, where we hope you're staying safe, staying healthy, and doing the things that need to be done. If you don't already, please subscribe and a review via your favorite podcast provider and don't be shy about sharing your thoughts and suggestions for the show. I'm off next week, but Chris will be back with a special mystery guest with more pop culture, life strategies, and existentialism. But until then, peace! Peace.